0: This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media. Thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation to Visionathon today at vision.org.au.
1: Paul's second secret for positive living was that he did not spend a whole lot of time defending himself, although he took time to tell them the truth. But... He quickly moves to talk about Christ (laughs) as if to say to them, whatever you say about me, which is untrue to begin with. But let me tell you this. (laughs) In Jesus, all of the promises of God have been fulfilled. In Jesus, only salvation is found. In Jesus, and only in Jesus, and not in accommodating to the power of culture, is the true power, strength, and glory.
0: Have you wondered how to best tackle the days ahead in 2022, inviting victory to impact the world for Christ as you face the unknown? Well, stand by for an episode in Dr. Michael Yusuf's series, The Secrets of Positive Living. Welcome to Leading the Way. Here's Dr.
1: Yusuf with today's life-changing teaching. I want you to imagine yourself that you have a house to sell your whole future is dependent on the sale of that house. But because the house is in such a mess, to say it mildly, because the house is literally falling apart, (laughs) nobody is giving your house a look. In fact, people will come, they drive in front of your house and they stop for two seconds, they look at it and then they speed away. They don't even bother coming inside. People say to you, your house is worthless. (laughs) You know deep down that your house is falling apart and you know that. Meanwhile, you are desperate. You are absolutely desperate for the sale of the house. Your future is dependent on the sale of that house. Just imagine the desperation now. Your whole life flashes in front of you when nobody is coming. Things are getting worse for you economically. All the material goods on God's earth that you have is in that house. But nobody thinks it's worth anything. By now, it's becoming a matter of life and death. And right at that point of desperation, lo and behold, a buyer comes by. (laughs) And before you cover from the shock of seeing somebody coming inside to inspect the house, the buyer insists on not only paying you more than what you're asking for, but he insists on giving you a big deposit up front. Now, you basically think it's a cruel joke. It's gotta be hoax because this just doesn't happen. I've been waiting for so long, I'm desperate. Nobody would buy this house. But the buyer insists that he's not only going to give you 10% deposit, he's not going to give you 30% deposit. He's not going to give you 50% deposit. He's going to give you 100% deposit. And you say, repeat that again. Well, you heard him the first time. (laughs) But you still cannot believe it. It's unbelievable. Finally, he hands you the 100% and says to you, I'm going to come back to close on the house. What is your reaction <laughs> between the day you've received this incredible 100% deposit on the house and the day of closing? Pure excitement? Tell me, what is occupying your thoughts between that day in which you received 100% of the deposit and the day of closing? Because for the Apostle Paul, that 100% deposit for His eternal redemption through the cross of Jesus Christ became the all-consuming thought in his life. The 100% deposit that was paid by the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross became his all-motivating drive for life. Because that 100% deposit that was paid on the cross by Jesus Christ for the Apostle Paul that became the all-consuming fact of life. That 100% deposit that was paid on the cross by Christ was what gave the Apostle Paul patience, perseverance, and power to live above the grinding problems of life. The first secret of positive living, according to the Apostle Paul, is not only the understanding and the comprehending, but the practicing of day by day the principle of what I call the inflow outflow equation. And today I'm going to show you that the second secret for positive living, according to the Apostle Paul, is not only knowing but claiming that precious deposit that you have. You know, I really don't know how I would react if I have a person or a group of people who are constantly on my back. I just don't know how I would react. I don't know how I would react if there's a person or a group of people who are daily waiting for me to turn my head the wrong way, and they said hey, look at that, and falsely accuse me. I mean, if there is one person or a group of people who are relentless in their misunderstandings of me, in their misinterpreting of my motive, in their misinterpreting of every move I make, I don't know how I could have handled that. If you have people who are constantly nipping at your heel, nip, 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 you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Probably I reacted in the flesh, very much. uh, But you don't want to know what I would react. Hopefully I will have the grace of God to react godly. But, see, sometimes in a husband-wife relationship, when that relationship goes sour, sometimes in a family relationship, when forgiveness and the spirit of Christ departs a home, you find that each one is waiting for the other to make a mistake, and wham, they got you. I told you so. I knew it. (laughs) My parents were right about you. (laughs) I mean, you're looking for the wrong word. You're looking for the wrong action. You're looking for the wrong move, and wham. Nip, 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 nip. And even if there's a right move, you twist it to make it look wrong. (laughs) Why do people do this? You know why? Because they want to be right. I am right. That's not just right. Right. (laughs) You know? I was right all along. (laughs) But when you love somebody, you literally want to catch them doing the right thing so that you can compliment them. But when hatred fills the heart, they wait for the person to make even an innocent slip of the tongue so they can condemn, condemn, condemn. What about Paul? You see, Paul had a group of people who were like that. I mean, they hated him. They hated his teaching. They hated his apostolic authority. They hated his popularity. They hated his uncompromising teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. They hated his strong stance for the truth. They hated everything about the Apostle Paul. And they were on his back all the time. All the time. Nip, 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 nip. I mean Every town he goes to, they follow him. And as soon as he leaves the town, they are there poisoning the water and stirring up trouble, undermining Paul's credibility. Do you know why they're doing that? Their strategy is really very simple. It's the devil's strategy has been for thousands of years. The strategy is, is very simple. If they could undermine the credibility of the man, Paul, they can easily undermine the credibility of the gospel that he is preaching. That's just a simple strategy. If they could turn people against Paul personally, they can turn them against Paul's teaching and the preaching of the gospel. And it happened here, sure enough. Paul sent a word to the Corinthians that he is going to visit them twice. He's going to come and visit them, then go to Macedonia, then come back and visit them again but due to circumstances, totally out of his control. He changed his plan, he changed his schedule, he's gonna visit them once. He didn't cancel the trip, he just postponed it. <laughs> and these miserable people, I mean, just think about it. Just the simple, how many times have you changed schedule? How many times have you changed things when you couldn't, you know, go and make a promise, just say, I'll be there, and then you couldn't? Things happen, right? And you take it for granted. No, 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 these miserable people, jumped all over the Apostle Paul. I mean, man, they said, you see what we told you about Paul? Ah, he is fickle. He does not care about you. He is taking you for granted. He is not honest. He has his own agenda. Paul is vacillating. Paul says one thing and does another. Paul speaks with both sides of his mouth. Paul is a liar just because he changed his schedule. And that's really what they're after. That's what they're going after here. That's really the core of their criticism. Because if they convince people that Paul was lying about his visit and about his schedule, he is lying about the gospel. And right at that point, they move for the kill. And they say, ah, because Paul is not trustworthy in changing of his schedule. Therefore, he is not trustworthy of what he preaches. That's what they're after. That's the bottom line. They did not like Paul's strong stance for the truth of the gospel. They hated the fact that Paul was uncompromising regarding the centrality of Christ They hated Paul's adamance that it is Christ alone, that it is faith alone, that it is grace alone that will get you to heaven. They hated that. And so you can see it. Paul takes a couple of seconds to explain that the change in his plans does not mean that he has a divided heart. It does not mean that he's vacillating. It does not mean that he's a deceiver at all. But then verse 18 goes on very quickly. He goes for the juggler. He knew what they're after, and he goes straight after. It, and he said, he goes on to confront them. And he knew that it is not Paul that they're after, but it is the gospel that they want to undermine. But surely as God is faithful, our message to you is not yes and no, But for the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by me, Silas, and Timothy was not yes and no, but in him always has been yes. You know, the people who hate the gospel of Jesus Christ, who hate the moral absolutes, who hate the Christian morality. Who hate biblical morality? They never come out and say we hate Christianity. We hate Christ. We hate everything that's in the Bible. <laughs> you never hear them say that. You know what they say? These Christians? Well, they are just narrow-minded. They are bigots. They are out of the mainstream. Are they just wanting to control society? <laughs> Nothing changed, has it? No. Unfortunately, sometimes we, the Christians, get suckered into their criticism and uh, either we keep on defending ourselves, making ourselves to be the object, which we're not, or just go away and hide somewhere and cease to take a stand. Who wants to be called a bigot? My goodness gracious, that is the greatest sin of modern time, isn't it? You can be an adulterer, a fornicator, on a homosexual, and all kinds of sins the Bible talks about, but that's not a sin. Oh, but not being politically correct, that is a sin. That's a sin. You see, undermining the believers in order to undermine the gospel. It's not the believers they're really after, It's the gospel, the truth of the Bible that they're after. Paul's second secret for positive living was that he did not spend a whole lot of time defending himself. He did not get suckered into making himself to be the object. He did not care so much what they thought of him. Although he did give an explanation. Although he explained himself. Although he took time to tell them the truth. But he quickly moves to talk about Christ. (laughs) As if to say to them, whatever you say about me, which is untrue to begin with. But let me tell you this. (laughs) In Jesus all of the promises of God have been fulfilled. In Jesus, all of the blessings of God have been given. In Jesus, only salvation is found. In Jesus, only joy and peace are possible. In Jesus, and only in Jesus, and not in accommodating to the power of culture, is the true power, strength, and glory. You see, the second secret of positive living for the Apostle Paul is not only clinging, but claiming that precious deposit, that precious deposit. The second secret of Paul's positive living is always, always, regardless of the circumstances, to point to that precious treasure. The second secret for Paul's positive living is to be all consumed with that precious 100% deposit. The second secret for positive living is to always lift up Jesus, even at the cost of personal criticism. You see, like in the parable I told you earlier, the man who got the 100% deposit, he became free of doubt. He became certain of the buyer's intention. He was longing for the day of closing. He had overcome fear and anxiety because he's got it all in his hand. Friend, listen to me in the same way, if you want to experience the power of positive living. Not the power of positive thinking, that is temporary and will not last. You have to prop yourself up all the time. You have to motivate yourself up all the time. You have to self-affirm all the time. But the power of positive living is going to lift you up 100% of the time. In the same way, those who have experienced that 100% deposit have security. In the Christ who saved them. In the 100% deposit that was paid on the cross. Even in the light of criticism. They can nip, 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 nip. They can criticize all they want. You focus on the deposit. They can attack you all they want. You focus on the deposit. It's 100%. You too can live positively. No matter what people do. No matter what people say no matter what circumstances you might be in, no matter how many walls you might hit, no matter how many pitfalls that you might stumble over, your 100% deposit is at hand. And nothing and no one can change that. Nothing and no one can take that away from you. (laughs) Now here are a few things that Paul said about that deposit. God is the one who gave you that 100% deposit. Not your husband, not your wife, not your friend. God is the one who gave it to you. (laughs) Not your neighbor, not your colleague. God is the one who gave it to you. Not your mommy and not your daddy, no, no, no. God is the one who gave it to you. Listen to what he said. He said, for God established us in Christ. And you know what that means? It means that nobody can take it away from you. The second thing, very quickly. With the 100% deposit, God anointed the believer. Every believer in Jesus Christ, the day he or she came to Jesus Christ, became anointed by the Holy Spirit of God. Because the word anointed means set aside or set apart. The word anointed means being commissioned. The word anointed means being authorized. That's what it means. And if you are in Jesus Christ, you are commissioned and authorized to be an ambassador of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your credentials will hand it to you by heaven itself. Third thing, with that 100% deposit, Paul said, God sealed you. God sealed the believer. We are stamped by the king, declaring his ownership over us, and it's forever and ever. The fourth thing, very quickly. He said that the 100% deposit guarantees your inheritance. Guarantees your inheritance. It is paid in full. It's (laughs) non-refundable. It's non-refundable. God is not sitting in heaven and writing your name in a pencil. And every time you mess up, He gets the eraser and erases it. And then you come back in repentance and he puts your name back in the book of life. And then you mess up. Then he erases it. Then he writes it again and then he erases it. He said, no, 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 no. That is now how God works. He said, God writes your name in the book of life with the blood of Jesus Christ. And nobody can erase that. And so it is here. It is forever and ever. How you live as a royal child of the king is what we'll be talking about the rest of these messages. But let me tell you this. With such a priceless deposit, with such a priceless treasure, with such priceless purchase, with such glorious future, for these people to question the Apostle Paul about a change in his schedule is an utter Foolishness. Unadulterated foolishness. And you see, when you see it in this way, you'll understand. Even those who attack you, those who criticize you, and those who malign you for the sake of Christ. Foolishness. But you focus on the deposit. 100% deposit. Some of you are facing tough problems in life. Physical problem... Relationship problems, children problems, family problems, financial problems. Some of you may face unexpected problems tomorrow morning. (laughs) If you allow any of these problems, if you allow any of these situations to get you down, it is because you have forgotten the second secret for positive living. And it is your priceless 100% deposit that was paid to you the day you said yes to Jesus.
0: Our prayer is that you'll focus on the 100% deposit that Jesus paid on the cross. You're listening to Leading the Way Audio with Dr. Michael Yusuf. Perhaps you'd like to speak with someone about spiritual things, someone who may be able to help you understand more about what it means to live a life in Christ. Well, start that conversation by filling out a short web form at ltw.org Jesus. Well, that just about does it for today. But make plans to listen again next time for a very special message Dr. Yusuf recently shared at the Moody Center in Northfield, Massachusetts on Leading the Way.